Hey everyone, and welcome to Refinery Life Australia and welcome to another Thursday evening teaching. I can't believe we're at the end of September already. We're into the Hebrew New Year. Watch things start to happen. Watch God start to, to change some things around. That's a prophecy for you. God's going to start moving. Get ready for it. Keep up. Keep up. I really feel it. We've just gone through Rosh Hashanah. It, it is time. God's about to move. Join me in the Lord's Prayer before we go any further. In fact, if you're looking for a new church home on the Gold Coast, why don't you come and join us? If you're looking for a church where you will feel the Holy Spirit move, come and join us. We meet at 9.30 and, and 3 p.m. at 23 T. Peters Drive at Broadbeach, and we'd love to see you there. We're a friendly church. We preach the Word of God. The Holy Spirit moves. We see words of knowledge. We see prophecy. We see healings. And we have a great children's church, which is actually run by pastors. Not daycare people, it's actually children's church. And they're being raised up. We're raising giants for Jesus. So come and join us. But join me in the Lord's Prayer now. We pray this every time we meet because the disciples didn't say, teach us how to prophesy. They didn't say, teach us how to be apostles. They said, teach us how to pray. And Jesus' response was this. He said, say, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We need to understand that it is his kingdom and his power and his glory. This week we're continuing our series titled Warnings from the Past. And this is based on incidents in the lives of men who were at the very dawn of redemptive history. They're biographical messages and they still speak to us today and speak to our needs today. And today we're talking about a faithful man. The text we're concentrating on is Genesis 6-9. Yes, we're all the way back in Genesis. Let me encourage you, open your Bible. If you've got it with you, every time we meet, bring it. Open it up and let's read the scriptures together. I'm reading from the New King James Version, but you can read from whichever version you prefer. It talks about Noah pleasing God. It says, this is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was just a man. I'm sorry, he was a just man. Perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. And the scriptures we're working through are Genesis 6, 8 to 10. Again, read them with me. Verse 8, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And it talks about Noah pleasing God. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, Japheth. And then let's look at Genesis 6.22. We've got a few different scriptures this evening. 6.22. Thus Noah did according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Man, that's how we need to start being, doing all that God commanded us. And then Genesis 7, 5. And Noah did according to all that the Lord commanded him. Can we see a pattern here? Genesis 9, 20 through to 29. And Noah began to be a farmer and he planted a vineyard. Then he drank of the wine and he was drunk and became uncovered in his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, 
saw, his naked, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. But Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it on their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. Their, faith, their faces were turned away and they did not see their father's nakedness. Verse 24, so Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done to him. Then he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants, he shall be to his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth, and may he dwell in the tents of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years. So all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. He's a faithful man. Let's pray for our offering before we go any further. It's important that we pray over our offering every week. If you've got a seed you want to sow into the good soil that is the refinery, the details will be on the bottom of the screen. But let's pray together. Father, help us for as long as we live on this life, on this earth, to seek you daily and walk in a believing and affectionate fellowship with you always. We pray that when the Lord comes, we won't be found hiding our talents, serving our flesh, Lord, or asleep and not having our lamps ready. Lord, may we be waiting, but at the same time longing and working, doing the daily things that are necessary for the, build, the building of your kingdom. A part of our daily duties, Lord, we know is bringing of our our offerings and our tithes into the storehouse. But we know, Lord, it's more than an obligation. We give because we love. And we count it as a privilege to invest some of ourselves back into the world of your kingdom. Use our gifts for your glory, Lord, and to bring honour to your name. It's in Jesus' name that we pray this evening. Amen. Amen. So important. So important. Yeah, God rewards his faithful people. Noah was a man who remained faithful to God during adverse circumstances. Let us learn some lessons today on how to be faithful. We need to hear this. The church and believers need to know how to be faithful. To be faithful, we must be loyal to God. Other claims fight for our loyalty, don't they? The people in Noah's day lived apart from God. Genesis 6.5 says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. I think we're actually getting to that point again now. I really do. People decided to walk in a different direction to God. Now, Australia is no longer a Christian nation. People are walking in a different direction to God. God was deeply grieved over the people's sins, and he still is today. Wherever God looked, he saw corruption and violence and departure from his ways. That is the picture of today as well. There is corruption and violence 
and departure from his ways. Noah could have walked in the direction of the world. He could have. Some of our churches are. And without a doubt, the pull of the world was a strong factor. Now we hear it sometimes that church says they have to be relevant. Being relevant doesn't mean looking like the world. Faithful people must have a single-minded loyalty. Genesis 6.8 introduces Noah as a different kind of person. He decided to be faithful to God. Praise the Lord, I decided to be faithful to God as well. How about you? He was righteous and blameless and he walked with God. If you want to know what walking with God is, go back and listen to last week's message. That's what we talked about. The best exercise it was titled. He declared to be faithful to God when the majority moved in another direction. Second thing this evening is to be faithful, we must obey God's word. God gives instructions. In Genesis 6, 11 through to 21, I recorded God's instructions. Have a read of them when you get a chance, which must have seemed strange to Noah. I'd encourage you to read them. Let them sink in. God told Noah about the end of the earth. God said to Noah, the end of the flesh has come before me. For the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. That's verse 13. And in verse 14, the Lord commanded Noah, make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. Noah would have thought this was strange. The following verses record God's specific instructions to Noah regarding the ark. Furthermore, the Lord told Noah to gather two of every species of animal for the ark. Sometimes God's instructions seem a bit strange to us, don't they? For example, he says, love instead of hate. Turn the other cheek. Go the second mile. And overcome evil with good. That's a completely different thought process to the world. The world still lives in a Greek mindset, whereas we need to get back to a Hebrew mindset. God expects obedience in spite of the unusual instructions. Noah obeyed. Genesis 6.22 says, Thus Noah did. Not thus Noah thought about it. Thus Noah did. According to all that God commanded him, he did. So he didn't do some of it, he did all of it. Without question, he just did it. That's what God's asking us to do today as well. Noah obeyed in spite of the ridicule. Can you imagine the people around him? Spectators must have been laughing at the idea of a great flood coming and the crazy concept of building an ark. We see families like that, don't we? Some of our family think we're crazy for being Christians and for preaching God's word. That's okay. Noah would have faced more than that. Being faithful amid ridicule is difficult. When Nehemiah sought to build the walls of Jerusalem, his opponents belittled the efforts. Nevertheless, Nehemiah remained faithful and the wall was finished. A third thing this evening is to be faithful, we must resist the world. Hmm. <laughs> Resist the devil and he will flee. We must resist the world. The world has its attractions. Noah was a faithful man. 
Some Old Testament scholars call him an extraordinary person. Even extraordinary people, however, are susceptible to becoming ordinary when they conform to the world, aren't they? For a long time, Noah lived above all the temptations of his times. But in a moment of weakness, he got drunk. The world must be resisted. Talking to you pastors who closed your churches because of COVID, because the world told you to. Don't do that again. The world must be resisted. Grow up. Stand up. God is the higher authority. The story of Noah's sin teaches us that temptation can defeat us. Many of those churches haven't opened again. Many are seeing more than 70% of their former congregation not return. That temptation to do as you were told by the world will defeat you. For many years, Noah resisted the power of evil. But in a weak moment, he succumbed to the pull of the world. And temptation often strikes immediately after a great victory. We constantly need to be aware of the susceptibility of yielding to temptation. We've got to be aware of it. It can happen to any of us. As we finish up this evening, our Thursday evenings are a little bit shorter because it's the end of the week and we know we're starting to get a bit tired. Do you want to be recognised as a faithful person or an unfaithful person? You need to answer that question. Of course you want to be faithful. To be faithful, you need to learn lessons from Noah. To be loyal to God, to obey God's word, and to resist the world. Three simple lessons, all the way back in Genesis. So for those people who tell me that the Old Testament doesn't exist anymore, we don't need it, here's three lessons you need to learn especially. Be loyal to God, obey God's word, and resist the world. And I want to encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time, both Old and New Testament, because God has so much more for us that we can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him. And if you allow him to, he'll make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. And you're important to God. You know that already. But you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. Don't wait for some big evangelist or prophet or someone to come along. God will reveal his promises to you. If you talk to him and you read his word and you pray and start trusting him. When it comes to prayer, though, we believe that God wants to meet your needs. So we want to be there for you. Whatever you're concerned about, whatever you need prayer for, even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or by any of our social media channels. And this year, 2022, is a year of repentance and of blessings. We're absolutely believing that. We're seeing it happen within our church. So if you want to see some blessings start to flow in your life, I'm sure you've got something you need to be repenting for. We all do. Every day. And until next time, stay in the blessings.